What is going on, beautiful people of the world? My name is Garrett Wolf, and I am the host of the number one podcast for people who are trying to go from skinny fat to fitness freak. I've built my body over the last eight years through trial and error, and in the last three years, I've helped hundreds of online clients shred unwanted fat and embody the best version of themselves. Now, let's jump right into today's show. Ah. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Garrett Wolf Podcast. This is the number one show for people trying to go from skinny fat to fitness freak, all without giving up the most enjoyable aspects of their life. So in this episode, guys, we're going to be talking about three steps to go from skinny fat to fizz fit freak. All right, guys? So we're going to go step by step breakdown into how someone who is skinny fat, um, you know, skinny fat can be defined as somewhat a little bit overweight, but more or less the average American, because the average American is pretty overweight, um, you know, with not a whole lot of muscle, they kind of are pretty sedentary. The average American actually only walks about 4,000 steps a day, which is pretty frightening because um, a normal person, I believe, should get anywhere from 10 to 15,000 steps every single day. That's how much we should move. You know, we're always sitting at a desk, we're never moving. So. The average American gets less than 4,000 a day, which is pretty frightening. That tells you a lot about the average American, the sedentary lifestyle. So that's kind of what a skinny fat person is. Someone who kind of looks skinny with a shirt on, but then when they take their shirt off, they have like a nice, you know, nice round belly, you know, small muscles, lots of uh, higher levels of body fat. Not a very attractive look. It's actually a pretty deceiving look, and it, it really strikes to the core of a lot of men because... They run into struggles of, you know, looking pretty good with a shirt on, but then when they take that shirt off in the bedroom or whatever, they run into confidence issues or when they go swimming um, at a pool or a function or anything like that where you might have to take your shirt off, that's where you can start running into some, you know, pretty serious problems there as a skinny fat man. So I'm going to be telling you guys how to go directly from skinny fat to fizz fit freak all with three simple steps. The timeline's gonna be looking different uh, depending on your starting point, but anybody can do this. This is something anyone can implement into their life immediately and start seeing results. So listen up and pay attention. All right, guys, if you're skinny fat and you wanna go um, to Fizz Fit Freak, this is the podcast for you. So step one is gonna be very, very controversial. Step one is gonna be contrary to the popular belief. See, the problem with skinny fat people is that 80% of dieters regain the weight that they lost within 6 to 12 months after the initial diet plan started, right? So the typical sequence for a skinny fat man, or a skinny fat person, it doesn't just have to be a man, this is for all genders, obviously. The typical sequence for a skinny fat person is they're unhappy with their levels of body fat, so they think they need to cut down, right? The problem is their metabolism's already so low because of the lack of muscle mass that they have on their body, that they're gonna have to drastically cut their calories um, to a place that's unsustainable. That's literally not sustainable for anyone other than maybe a bikini model, right? This is exactly what happened to me back when I first started my fitness journey. When I first started, I signed up for a HIIT workout plan where I was doing grueling amounts of cardio in my basement, HIIT workouts every single day for like one to three hours because I was so just dedicated, I was so amped up, doing like jumping jacks, knee ups, push ups, random movement exercises in my basement while also drastically decreasing my calories. And this is an absolute recipe for disaster for a skinny fat man because what happened to me is I started losing fat initially for the first maybe two 
or three months, right? And this is what's gonna happen, this is what you'll notice. Since I was a newbie, I was making newbie gains at the same time. So not only were my bad habits being reinforced by newbie gains that I was gaining, because I was gaining muscle and losing fat at the same time, I thought I had cracked the code, right? I thought I had the golden key to unlock the chest, right? But this was a huge problem, because you know, after three months, after about four months down the line, my calories had gotten to 1100. They got so low because I had to keep lowering them in order to keep losing weight. And then I was definitely burning more than 1100 calories a day through all my workouts and trainings and hit cardio in the basement. But the problem was my body was going into starvation mode and I wasn't even able to sustain the low amount of calories that I, that I was eating every day, right? So eating 1100 calories, I'm obviously going to be hungry all day long. I'm never going to be satisfied. There's basically only one meal that I can eat throughout the day unless I eat like three or four maybe little snack meals. But a typical meal can be anywhere from 600 to 1200 calories, especially if we're talking about restaurant food. They can be upwards of 1500 to 2000 calories in one meal. I mean, these are unhealthy restaurant foods we're talking about for that um, particular scenario. But even so, like you're not even able to have most meals, right? You have to skip most meals. You're hungry all day. And not to mention you're just exhausted from all the cardio that you're doing in order to keep losing weight. And what do you think happens when you do a grueling amount of cardio? Literally telling your body, yo, we're going through this insane stress every single day. We need fuel to be able to burn. It's going to be very, very stubborn with what fuel it picks to burn. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to basically minimize the amount of fat loss that you can have and maximize the efficiency of your body's metabolism. So what that means is it's going to pare down muscle. It's going to start breaking down your muscle mass instead of your fat because muscle mass is very stubborn tissue. It's harder to break down muscle mass than it is to break down fat. So your body is going to prefer breaking down your muscle first to survive rather than your body fat. So you're going to start losing muscle rather than fat. You're going to be eating 1100 calories a day, doing grueling cardio, being hungry, tired, and not satisfied throughout your entire day. So this obviously just isn't sustainable. And this is what happens. This is what plagues 80% of dieters. And that's why 80% of dieters regain the weight that they lost initially within six to 12 months down the line. So this is a losing mechanism, right? Nobody can sustain this and nobody should try this for the long term. So step one to go from skinny fat to fitness freak is going to just be to pack on some muscle because what we just talked about is the main issue was that your metabolism as a skinny fat person is already going to be so low. So what you need to do is take advantage of newbie gains and pack on muscle for three to six months. All right, newbie gains can last anywhere from one to three years. So in an ideal world, I know it's hard, right? Bear with me. I know it's hard, especially... I was a skinny fat man myself, right guys? When I started my journey, I was a skinny fat man. I was around 195 pounds at about 5'9". Um, and I was just unhappy, unconfident with my body. I wanted to lose body fat like right away, right? I wanted to lose body fat as fast as possible. But this is a losing mechanism. I really encourage you guys to go through this little thought experiment with me and just think for a second, like if you could maximize your results and minimize the damage that you're going to do to your body long term. I'm not just talking about in the next year or in the next two years. I'm talking about what's going to be most optimal for long term gains. Ideally, you would really want to be in a bulk for one to two years. Not a giant bulk, not a disgustingly large bulk. We're already unhappy with our body fat, right? You need to be in maintenance to like two to 500 calories to maybe 700 calories depending on your body. But you know, 200 to 700 calories surplus 
Um, 700 would be a lot for someone like me. I can generally bulk on a 200 to 300 calorie surplus. A pretty small surplus works pretty well for me. Um, so that's what I would do and just bulk for one to two years that that's in an ideal world But I know we don't live in an ideal world and not everyone's gonna listen to that advice And we want fat loss right now, right? Especially as a skinny fat unhappy unconfident male We want to lose that body fat right now. So I'd advise a three to six month long bulking plan But if you're really really stubborn about it, you can do three months um, and just bulk for three months, that's fine. Just make sure you bulk first. The last thing you wanna do as a skinny fat person is cut first like I did um, for a long periods of time because that's just not gonna work. You can do a mini like extreme cut for maybe two to four weeks if you want to, but I'd advise against that even so. It, it teaches unhealthy habits. It kind of gives you a bad mental mindset or a bad mental framework around fitness itself. And I think you should just bulk because you're already skinny fat, which tells me you probably like to eat and you don't move a lot. So we should work with what you have, the variables that are given. So you should just put on some muscle. And all this kind of entails is focusing on ramping up your protein, eating till you're satisfied, getting enough water, getting enough sleep, right? These are all the modalities of recovery, but then having the proper training stimulus, right? These are the modalities of a proper training plan is you need a proper um, muscle building stimulus, so that's the training plan. Then you need the recovery, which comes from the nutrition, the sleep, the water, all that good stuff, right? And then the accountability, which is just showing up every single day or, you know, however often you're going to the gym. So these are the things you're going to want to focus on for the first step. So the first step from going from skinny fat to fizz fit freak is you just need to bulk for three to six months or ideally, if you're really serious about being a fizz fit freak your entire life, then bulk for one to two years, all right? Seriously, guys, I know it's a long time, but in the grand scheme of things, it's really not a long time, all right? So step two, after you've bulked for three to six months, is you're gonna wanna do a mini aggressive cut for about two to four weeks, all right? So this is kind of the same thing as the mini aggressive cut that I was just mentioning for the very unhappy skinny fat man who just really, really thinks he needs to cut down weight right now, all right? It's the same kind of aggressive cut as he was doing but sticking to the plan, you're gonna to wanna to do it after three to six months of initial bulking. So now that your metabolism is raised, right? You've added on an ample foundation of muscle. Your metabolism is raised from what it initially was. So let's say you were burning about 2000 calories every day as a normal skinny fat man, um, just throughout your day-to-day -day normal life. Then you introduce working out, you introduce uh, minimal amounts of cardio, you introduce a protein increase, and then you introduce a muscle mass increase. This is all gonna ramp up your metabolism to maybe about 2200, right? So now you're burning 2200 calories a day after three to six months of initially bulking. Now you tweak your macros from what they were all the way down to something like a 2000 calorie a day um, you know, consumption, daily consumption. I was gonna say deficit, but you don't wanna be in a 2000 deficit. You wanna be in about a 200 to 500 calorie deficit, right? Or 200 to 700 calorie deficit. Just as much as you were when you were bulking, you're gonna wanna be in a deficit to cut. This is gonna be a lot easier on your body because you're not gonna be as hungry because you can eat more, right? Because your metabolism is raised. You're gonna be satisfied because you increase your protein as well. So when you're, um, when you're bulking, you just do about one gram per pound of body weight, right? So for a 160 pound male, that'd be 160 grams of protein. But then when you cut, you increase to about a 1.2 times your body weight. Um, this is what I do and it brings you to about 190 to 200 grams of protein and your body actually burns more calories when uh, digesting and breaking down protein because of the way that they're uh, chained together. Your body uses a lot of energy to kind of 
break them apart and put them back together in the, the branch chain or the amino acids, if you will, right? So this is another strategy um, to, to kind of cut down some of that unwanted fat, right? We're going to go on an aggressive cut. We're going to cut down that unwanted fat. Not to mention you're going to have a base of muscle already built up from the foundation that we just spent three to six months building. All right, guys? And from here, from the aggressive cut for two to four weeks, basically you want to get to a level of body fat that you're happy with. So it might take two to four weeks. It might take six weeks. It might take eight weeks. But it should never really take more than three to six months if you're really pushing it. Um, unless you're like obese, right? But we're, or, or really overweight. But we're talking about a skinny fat man here. And under the, under the definitions of a skinny fat person, you shouldn't have that much fat. If you do, you'd be constituted as overweight or obese. But as a skinny fat person, you don't have insane amounts of body fat. You just have amount of body fat that you're not really happy with. You know, you have a belly, you don't have abs probably, and you're just unhappy with your body fat and um, your muscle mass. A lot of skinny fat men kind of get this confused. They think that they're just unhappy with their body fat and if they cut it down, they'll be happy. But then they cut down and they realize, fuck, now I'm just skinny and I don't have any muscles. And being skinny isn't that much different than being skinny fat. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, you still won't have abs, you still won't have muscles, and you still probably won't be confident or happy with your body. So this is why we add muscle first, because we're, got, we're, you know, we're working with the variables that we're given. We're working with everything that your body already wants. So work with your body, not against your body, right? That's step one. You add muscle for three to six months. Step two, go on an aggressive cut. So 200 to 700 calorie deficit for, again, three to six months, but you should be able to pull it off in two to four weeks. It really depends on who you are. I like to do two to four weeks because I find that my fat loss really plateaus after two to four weeks, um, especially if I'm in like, you know, more and more drastic calorie deficits. So then step three, guys, is you want to go from a calorie deficit. Once you're happy with your levels of body fat, you go from a calorie deficit to maintenance level calories. All right, guys. And you're going to cruise up maintenance calories basically until you are satisfied throughout your day um, with your hunger levels in specific. Right. So when you go on a cut, you're going to be hungry throughout the day a little bit. Your body's not in starvation mode, but your body's literally not getting the energy required to run your body on a on a daily basis. So it has to pull from its own energy sources and you're going to be hungry. Your body doesn't like to pull from your uh, own energy sources. It likes to hold on to these energy sources. So you're going to be a little bit hungry. So then you're going to want to switch for step three. You're going to want to be in maintenance calories now and basically just eat until you're satisfied, until you're not hungry on a day-to-day -day basis anymore. And you'll be able to feel this in the gym. You'll be able to feel your strength kind of increase. You'll be able to feel your um, satiety level increase. You'll be able to feel your levels of lethargy or your, you know, your levels of being lethargic throughout the day, they'll decrease. This is something that you're going to have to feel out. And it's something that comes with time, um, a time, time of training, obviously it's something that comes with just knowledge of how your body works. So once you're in maintenance for about two weeks, right? This is something you only want to do for one to two weeks. I want to put a lot of stress on that one to two weeks only. You don't want to be in maintenance for you know, like three months, because then nothing's going to happen. Your body's not going to change. The point of the maintenance right after the calorie deficit, right after the aggressive cut, is just to kind of re-satiate your body, kind of give all the cells everything they need, all the energy that they need, and just make you more satisfied and increase your levels of satiety, right? For one to two weeks. I would do it for one, but I'm giving you that two-week window just in case your body needs more. My body only needs one, so that's what I go for. So, um... 
So say, right, you're, you burn 2,000 calories a day. What that would look like is your maintenance calories would be 2,000. But if you already bulked up, like we said, and your maintenance calories are at 2,200 now, then your maintenance calories would be 2,200, obviously, right? So after you eat that for about a week or two, I would do one week, but a week or two, then you're going to want to go back to the deficit. So if you were in like a, let's say 200 calorie deficit before on the aggressive cut, for 2000, you want to go back in that deficit of 2000 and slowly ramp up your calories by 100 each week. This is called the reverse diet. And this is one of the honestly most fun strategies I've found for implementation when going from skinny fat to fizz fit freak because reverse dieting is incredibly fun because literally each week you get to eat more and more than you did the week prior. So you just know that you're going to be more satisfied. But something interesting. Um, happens here something really interesting happens what ends up happening is when you're on a maintenance your weight isn't really gonna move but then when you go back in the deficit and ramp up your calories by a hundred each week you should be able to pass that maintenance number and go above it and above and beyond it in calories and still lose body fat and this is because you're adding muscle the entire time while you're on a maintenance while you did the bulk previously and if you're a newbie, depending on your level of experience, you might even still be packing on muscle during the aggressive cut. So you're going to be adding muscle the whole time, being a skinny fat man, taking advantage of newbie gains, and then reverse dieting so that your calories going up and your satiety levels going up, your lethargy is going down. It's getting easier and easier every single day. And you know each week you're going to be able to eat more and more calories while still putting on more muscle and still losing fat on the scale. And that's how someone can go from skinny fat to fizz fit freak all in three simple steps, right? Step one, bulk for three to six months. Step two, aggressive cut for two to four weeks. Step three, maintenance diet into the reverse diet. So maintenance for about a week into the reverse diet for you know, about three weeks and you can even run it for two to three months. It depends on how your body responds. Um, when it comes to a fitness journey, you're always going to be tweaking factors, right? It honestly always depends on how your body responds. I give you these vast generalizations of time frames that you can kind of use, but um, I always found that the slower, the better, right? If you guys know who Greg Doucette is, he always talks about this. The slower, the better. This comes to all aspects of life. This is this can be applied to all mindsets of life, not only in the gym, not only when it comes to fitness, but the slower the better um, for most things. I, I understand urgency and I understand the need to get things done uh, quickly and efficiently, right? But also patience is a, a long lost art, right? Patience is a long lost trait that a lot of people really know nothing of these days. And you really need to wait in the grand scheme of things. What are we talking like three to five years? three to five years of your life, that's like probably a tenth of your life, right? Depending on how long you live and technologies and things. But people are probably going to start living until they're a hundred on average in America. I mean, the expected life expectancy is already at 80. It's drastically increasing by, by the time we're older. I reckon it'll be at a hundred and that'll be crazy if it goes past a hundred. Can you imagine life expectancy of humans being like 120 or something? Or even later in later years being like 200, that would be freaking crazy. Now we're talking about abstracts, but this is a little thought that came into my head. Can you imagine that life expectancy is 200 years old? I wonder how that would affect like history and things, right? Because they could literally tell us what was going on in the 1800s and shit and be like, yo, you can't forget about all this stuff that was literally just happening. Like I just lived through that. That's absolutely crazy to think about. That's a gnarly mind experiment. But what just happened today was... Now we're going off topic, but we kind of already covered everything we need to talk about. So now I'm just kind of going into 
some things that are popping into my mind, right? So just to kind of recap, right? Bulk for three to six months, aggressive cut for two to four weeks, into a maintenance calorie, into a reverse diet, right? So what are we talking about here? We're talking about like basically diet shifts, diet switches, right? Just kind of diet manipulation and using your diet to favor you in accordance with um, your body's needs, right? You don't want to fight against your body. You want to work with your body. So excuse me while I take a sip of this Premier Protein. Premier Protein, seriously, sponsor me. This shit is so fucking good. I don't know how many artificial sweeteners you need to put in a protein drink flavored like chocolate pudding to make it taste like that, but the consistency, the smoothness, the taste, the texture, everything about a Premier Protein shake in those little cartons is absolutely marvelous. I don't like them cold. When you make them cold, they get kind of thick not very good. When you keep them room temperature, they slide right down your throat so easily. I can literally chug one of those things in five seconds and that's 30 grams of protein. So I'm chilling for an hour on the metabolization of protein, right? Because that's how much protein the average person can metabolize within one hour. Not to be confused with, you can only digest 30 grams of protein in one sitting, right? Stupid ass claim. Anyway, what I was talking about about two minutes ago, before I went on my tangent about premium protein and covering the three steps to go from skinny fat to fist fit freak is, um, is what is it like the James Webb telescope, something like that. There's a new telescope that's like supposed to replace the Hubble. Right. And they got this image of space. I'm sure everybody saw it. This image of space. Um, I forget what it is. Some, some cluster, some, some cluster of galaxies, right. Or whatever. And, um, like compared to the cluster of galaxies at the Hubble telescope, uh, took and it's absolute it, dude. It's crazy and it's like I saw a video of Neil deGrasse Tyson He's like if you hold a piece of a grain of sand up in front of your eye like um, to the night sky That's how much Space I guess in quotes. That's how much space was covered by that picture and there's like thout like infinite amount of galaxies Just like the Milky Way galaxy inside that galaxy. I would love to run a podcast with some guests and talk about shit, you know unrelated to fitness like like the Hubble telescope shit and all this other universe shit. And I'm sure there's a ton of stuff to talk about. That's why I'm super excited to run this podcast. And even though it's a little bit hard to get in front of the camera by myself and spiel what I know to you guys, um, it's something everyone should do because I'm just trying to increase my communication skills, my long form um, talking skills, my storytelling skills. It's going to increase all my characteristics as a person. So if you want to be a high value man, or if you want to be a high value person, you need to take your weaknesses and attack them head on. And one of my weaknesses is long form uh, speech or long form verbiage or, or giving, giving talks long form. I'm good at the short form talks, but I've never practiced the long form talks. And, you know, doing a podcast every single day really, really teaches you how to do that. And it's something everyone should know because we're losing conversational skills um, because of the internet, right? Because of all these phones and how we can just direct message people without expressing tonality and facial tonality and hand movements, body gestures and things. It's kind of a long lost art, if you will. It's people are forgetting how to do these things. But anyway, that's why we're podcasting. That's why I'm here also to help people serve the people of the world. Just give the people my knowledge and open for, um, open for, I'm trying to think of a word that the word for like neutral passive discourse, you know, I forget the word. What's the word? What? It's on the tip of my tongue, bro. It's like calm, like calm discourse. Um, 
I don't know, dude. I can't find it. Wow, that's crazy. I hate that. That is so annoying. I'm so annoyed that I can't grab that word. But anyway, guys, that brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you all so much for tuning into the Garrett Wolf podcast. Um, if you think I had anything valuable to say, screenshot my picture, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me at underscore Garrett Wolf, and you'll be entered to win some cash. Um, other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening, viewing, watching, and subscribing. Make sure to follow on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Go follow on IG. And I will see you all in the next podcast. Have a great day, guys. I fucking love you. Let's absolutely smash today. Peace, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hopefully you got some value. If you did get value and you want to learn a little bit more about how you can go from skinny fat to fitness freak, just head over to my Instagram at underscore Garrett Wolf and DM me the word muscles and I'll reach out to you and see if I can help. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in today and I will see you all in the next episode. Peace, peace.